Before he cheats, Carol Brown, Poke Rap, Walk Away, Man on the Moon, Technologic California Girls. Things in my Jeep get me bodied, subterranean, homesick blues, do I love you, could I leave you, Mambo number five. What do all these songs have in common? They're list songs, aka laundry list songs, aka catalog songs, and they're exactly what they sound like. Songs where a singer lists off a bunch of things. But has any singer ever listed as many things as Billy Joel did in 1989 when he rattled off 118 historic events and people covering a span of 1949 to 1989? I mean, yeah, Fallout Boy, I guess. But more importantly, why did Joel feel compelled to transform the table of contents of a strange history book into four minutes and 51 seconds of pop music? Well, it all started when Sean Lennon's snot-nosed little friend mentioned that 1989 was a terrible time to be 21. Joel replied, quote, yeah, I remember when I was 21. I thought it was an awful time and we had Vietnam and, you know, drug problems and civil rights problems and everything seemed to be awful. The friend replied, yeah, 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 but it's different for you. You were a kid in the 50s. Everyone knows that nothing happened in the 50s. Joel retorted, wait a minute, didn't you hear of the Korean War or the Suez Canal crisis? Released as a single, this track became Joel's third to reach number one on the Billboard Hot 100 and was even nominated for the Grammy Award for Record of the Year. While the initial reception for the song was positive from critics, the same cannot be said for it today. The track is primarily fodder for parody songs and worst songs of all time lists, including Blender Magazine's 2004 article, Run For Your Life, It's the 50 Worst Songs Ever, where the Billy Joel piece ranked number 41. Even the piano man himself isn't a big fan of the song due primarily to its melody. Quote, it's really not much of a song. If you take the melody by itself, terrible, like a dentist drill, said Joel. Love it, hate it, this dentist drill melody promises to go on and on and on and on. That's right, we're talking Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire this week on Cover Me. That's right, it's Cover Me, the only podcast that compares famous songs to their many cover versions to find out which one got blown away. I'm your host, as always, The Snake, joined by my burning co-host. Alex Mildenberger! Alex! Ah. Mildenberger, put him ah. out. Okay, I'm better. You, someone put me out. Thanks. Excellent. All right, my no longer burning co-host, my burnt co-host. <laughs> Past tense, yeah. Past tense. Alex, how you doing? Yeah, oh, I'm doing fine. You know, it became winter very suddenly. Fucking um, Ian, I know that means very different things for very different <laughs> Calgary, but yes, it did. <laughs> yeah, we had like 20 centimeters of snow or something in like a couple days and... and uh, <sighs> been like minus 10 to 15 kind of range i think it's supposed to warm up but yeah we got we got sudden winter you got sudden winter yeah but it's like it sudden winter here is calgary autumn right like. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like 10 degrees out and i'm like it's chilly <laughs> it was it was chilly here i wore the wrong boots i got i got two pairs of boots one of them is good on ice and one of them is not good on ice and i mm. wore the ones that are not good on ice and that was a bad idea that's no good alex um, but you mostly drive in Calgary anyway, so. Yeah, we're, we're, we're driving folks. It is a drive. I also drive to work, so I, I can't, I can't shit talk you there, but hey, been seeing some fucking mushrooms out of about. Mushrooms? Mushrooms. What are those I saw, doing? They're popping out because it's still autumn for them. They oh, still right. believe in autumn. They're just de- decomposing things? Yeah, they're uh, I, I the, for the first time in my life I've seen the the Amanita muscaria or aka the, the Super Mario Bros mushroom, just on the street. Yeah, just like by my workplace. That's pretty cool. I know that's 
Someone grow if I ever need to, to get out of work, I can just eat one real quick. <laughs> and then you'll grow in size and, and yeah. you get smashed through the bricks. Exactly. I'll be like, sorry guys, can't get through the door today. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's been my life though, Alex. Alex, we can't waste too much time here though. No, We're we can't. We have a lot to talk about. The massive hit song, uh, We Didn't Start the Fire, recently covered by Fallout Boy. By recently, I mean four months ago. Listen, we had a theme month, everybody loved it. A theme two months, really. And we're still playing catch-up on things that happened. This is one of them. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, of course, this song is a song about things that happened. Alex, love this song, hate this song. We know you love Billy Joel. We, we do know that. We have established that. I'm not going to pretend like it's my favorite Billy Joel song. It would be crazy for this to be, for your, this favorite be your favorite Billy, Billy, Billy Joel song. song. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like I have some level of appreciation for it. We used to sing this a lot yes um there's just something i think the the most interesting thing was just like the amount of things in it that are more or less disconnected so like if you're learning the lyrics it's really a an an exercise in memorization so it was a bit of like a party trick oh for sure it was just like who could who could knock this out uh, among you know the right crowd which was like the six or seven Uh, people that we hung out with seven 14 year olds (laughs) yeah (laughs) listening to billy joel yeah although honestly i didn't like i only know this song like uh because of you uh, because such a bad influence i know right like i'm sure i would have heard it eventually but you used to sing sing the just the chorus sometimes and i didn't know that song at that point so it was one of the songs i ended up pirating because of that right in defense of me i think the chorus is strong in this song yeah (laughs) I also I think like all of the criticism about this song is right in that it's like stupid <laughs> as shit. There is the weird like juxtaposition of like the Tiananmen Square incidents with the rock and roller cola war. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it's it's like absolute whiplash, which to me makes some sense. Um because that's kind of how life is, like especially like if you're reading the news, that's yes. how it feels. Uh with the articles like It'll be like business articles and like this company stock down a bit and then like 27 die in bombing, like that kind of thing. Like it's all over the place, you know? I just mean, yeah, particularly life. we're getting some of that now with what's yeah. happening in Gaza and then you're just like, and I also am looking at cat pictures and it's like, so in some sense, Billy Joel does, and I don't think intentionally because I think his, his purpose in writing this song is very clear, was like, I'm going to rail off some things that happened in the 50s and 60s <laughs> so sean lennon's little twerp friend yeah understands. it's like it's just about like his life up to that point um mm-hmm. which is interesting the other interesting thing i mean you mentioned the quote um from his like q a session where he talks about it, the melody sounding like a dentist drill yeah and that was old that was like 94 or something like that so that wasn't mm-hmm. even that far removed from him writing this song <laughs> like he's like years. yeah it kind of sucks eh? <laughs> <laughs> I think Billy Joel is like the artist who's like, yeah, that is a pretty shitty song, isn't it? You're like, you wrote that, Billy. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you make mistakes. Um, but uh, the actual question that uh, that was from, someone was asking, like, did you on purpose, like, try to make more or less a play-by-play of, like, the time that the Cold War was happening? Oh, and he's right. like, no, that it just happened. Like, I wrote it before the Soviet Union fell. And, like, that just happened right afterwards. He says, so. it was just my luck that the Soviet Union decided to close down shop. Yeah. This is his quote. <laughs> Which, uh, 
that's fun and it kind of is that right and but it's got you know a lot of things i mean it's not all the cold war but there's definitely like his own like little fixations and things in it but we'll we'll get to some of the specifics oh later. yeah and especially because like it's there's a i never realized how much it's like in terms of like scale it's like hyper focused from like 49 to like mid 60s and then the last verse just rips through about 15 years or like yeah. 20 years <laughs> you're like well, okay yeah i remember going through everything and like checking the years and stuff and it was like 49 49 50 50 51 51 and then like that for a long time and then suddenly it's like 77 83 yeah. like and it's like 80 to 85 i don't fucking know and you're like oh okay jeez <laughs> some war or whatever yeah yeah so it's a it's a mostly chronological listing which of, is kind of the impressive part that he was that, able to do it chronologically truly there's like a couple of outliers or things that you could argue are like not in the right spot but like even, it's usually close like it's only yeah, off it's, like you could flip one or two kind of thing and make them better but then it would rhyme kind of thing exactly and if it's not like the key point it's like when that person or event was introduced or started to like the things that make it go off years later yeah so it's usually it usually makes some sense it's it's pretty impressive it's impressive and it's insane i know uh, it's it's like such like such an impressive feat and and even though the the result is not like the best song but i i still feel like it's a significant song sure like it's Never, people are never going to stop talking about this song. When I said the intro, it's going to go on and on. This song is going to be around for fucking ever. Yeah, and I feel like maybe one day, we'll, well, we'll talk about updating it later. But yeah, um, and and the the sort of futile effort that I I also don't think this song should be touched. It's a novelty song. I right. think I think covering it is dangerous. I think trying to update it is even more dangerous. And of course, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, it's. I do think, like, I think it's stupid. It's a stupid song. It's, it's hard but, not to, yeah, it's hard to argue that. But it, there's something compelling about it, man. Listening to it even this week, I was like, I fucking, I've listened to it this morning. And I was just rattling off verse after verse. I mean, I spent so long memorizing it when I was like 16. So, like, yeah, yeah like, I got that skill, man. I can't just drop it. I can't just let I gotta it go. believe in this song on some level. On some level, and even like seeing like online comments, somebody's just like, "Oh, my kid loves this song," and I'm like, "Yeah, I think there is something about this song that appeals to a younger audience, maybe." And just like it is a simple melody, and there's something very fun about rattling off a bunch of seemingly random things. Yeah, the other thing is like, sure, the melody it's very monotone, mm-hmm. and but it's like it's got a bit of flow, right? Yes. I mean, it's not terribly melodic, but it's kind of, like, it's not rap, but, like, almost. Billy Joel (laughs) brings the most out of it, you know? He always, like, rides the line of, like, Broadway slash show tune. Right. And rock and roll. Somehow somehow he bridges those two together. (laughs) And this definitely hits that, too, and he's very expressive when he sings it. Like, he's 
getting across his point like that the world is fucking crazy just like wacky shit happens but and it's just like kind of pointing that out and it's funny the the origin is just like some kid was like ah nothing happened in the 50s like i disagree here's all the things that happened in the 50s yeah and i love that billy joel's like yeah shit it is tough right now it was also tough in my days because when i've talked to people from the previous generation like you don't fucking have it hard we had it hard i'm like okay yeah have fun at your vacation home, like, bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, in the late 80s, it's a funny time. The, that was a funny time. I mean, we've talked about the 90s before as like, mm-hmm. and the idea that some people had that it was like the end of, um, like the end of history kind of thing, you know, right. like we are not. Like, everything was just leveled out. Or yeah, like, we like figured everything out. We don't have to worry about, like, world war, like, these global conflicts anymore. But that seems like such a strange thing. Because it's similar to this. And that's, maybe it's just hindsight or something. People said, like, yeah. ah, nothing happened then. But that's not really true. So That's not true, yeah. Uh, so, it, it does seem to be cyclical. Exactly. And that's, um, like, unfortunately, like, there's two things. One, that he has a quote here. What does the song really mean? Is it apology for the baby boomers? No, it's not. It's just a song that says the world's a mess. It's always been a mess. It's always going to be a mess. An immensely negative theme for such a poppy sounding piece of yeah. music. Um, and I was shocked this week to find out in the chorus that a line I thought was uh, present tense is actually past tense. <laughs> and okay. thus makes it, makes it even more upsetting. Well, I, I might as well say that right now. I always thought is we're trying to fight it. Oh, it's but we tried yeah, to fight it. Yeah, past tense. I guess since he is talking about events of the past, but the fire is still going, so you should still be trying to fight it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, if you're Fallout Boy, you are. Spoiler alert, Alex. We gotta fucking rattle these off. Let's go. Yep. Let's go. Uh, Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Winchell, Joe DiMaggio, Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker, Television, North Korea, South Korea, Marilyn Monroe, Rosenberg's H-Bomb, Sugar Ray, <laughs> Pam and John, Brando, The King and I, and The Catcher in the Rye, Eisenhower, Vaccine, England's Got a New Queen, Marciano, Liberace, Santayana, goodbye. Goodbye. All right. Yeah. Starting all with right. the first one. So, I mean, first of all, disclaimer, obviously, just like the song, we are, like, very broad, going very broad, not very deep. Yeah, Unless this, we really listen, guys, want to. <laughs> we're, we're hurt for time, and I'll be 100% honest. This is the one time you can rely on genius when it comes Pretty to annotations good. Yeah. on songs. Um, so, Harold Truman, 1949, inaugurated as the U.S. president after being reelected. Uh, Just kind of a one, significant thing that happened the year, or the year before he was born, or the year he was born? It was one of those Yeah, two. so 48, and then it's one of the biggest election upsets, so he probably gets some of that into 49 as well. Yeah. Um, and of course, and he, he proves he, he, But it was his second term, right? Bomb. Yes. And he um, famously authorized the atomic bomb usage that's in right. World War II. So that's interesting. That's interesting. Can you do a Harry Truman impression? What does he sound like? I don't know. I was, just, <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping maybe you... I would guess just like a Pan-Atlantic if you're 49. Uh, drop, uh, drop those bombs, sir. Uh, say, fellas, let's drop these bombs. Uh, where's that fat, fat man and little boy you were telling me so much about? Uh, they're just two guys in the corner. <laughs> no, no, not these ones. Uh, gonna win another election. Uh, they, he's looking say. at a picture of Mario and Luigi. It's 1949. <laughs> uh. um, Doris Day, 1949. Doris um, Day. She's, she releases her inaugural LP, You're My Thrill, and stars in two movies. Yeah. She's kind of a big 
sensation. So a lot of what Star, he lists are kind of yeah. sensational stars and Doris Day. Yeah, I mean, like in terms of like the topics he covers, it's like mm-hmm. politics, very broad, but mostly presidents. Um, yes, war. So mostly direct conflicts with the United States, um, various famous people, and like musicals. Musicals. And, uh, and did I say sports? Sports. Books. Yeah. Sports. <laughs> and books. Particularly yeah. boxing he covers because apparently yeah, boxing and baseball. boxing as a teenager. Yeah, boxing and baseball, which I think are signs of his personal interests. Yeah. Um, right. So yeah. yeah. So Doris Day, Red China is the end of the Chinese Civil War, which began in 1927. Yeah. Uh, Mao Zedong proclaims the People's Republic of China. So that's a big fucking event. Yeah, uh, and uh, the Republic of China. Uh, I mean, that's still going on because the People's Republic of China and the Pu- Republic of China are still at war. The Republic of China mm-hmm. is on the island of Taiwan. That's um, right. Yeah. It, yeah, it's insane to see how many of the things in the song are like still, yeah, still affecting like, the world. The, yeah, still going on. Um, next up, though, poor old Johnny Ray, 1949. Yeah. Famously th- referenced in Come On Eileen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, singer who's oh, partially deaf big de- signed his first recording cra- contract in 1949 doesn't really get popular until two years later um Look, south pacific sorry i was looking at his his nicknames he's mr emotion but he's also the nabob of sob what's a nabob um isn't that a kind of coffee, coffee? yeah all yeah. right <laughs> let's not dig into that any further south we, pacific we gotta be light here dude south pacific so this is a musical based on a book um yeah, which written he in loves 1947 and books he loves musicals and books i've never heard of on it an, me neither. Centered on an earth station in the U.S. Naval base during World War II. So that comes out. That's a big uh, thing for the moment. Walter Winchell, somebody we're still feeling the effects of, syndicated newspaper gossip columnist and radio news commentator. Yeah. Um, his popularity guy. turned journalism Probably. into a form of entertainment, according to biographer Neil, Neil Gabler. So Gabler. that's neat. Um, and he also liked Joe McCarthy. Well, more on him later. More on him in just two. Um, Joe DiMaggio, famous politician, as we all know. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Joe <laughs> no, DiMaggio. The baseballer. Huge deal. Um, we talked about him when we were talking about, talking about Mrs. Uh, Robinson. Mrs. Robinson. Uh, yeah, in some ways, he himself is America. He marries Marilyn Monroe, which is one of the like very few interesting lyrical tricks he pulls off here, is that Joe DiMaggio is rhymed with Marilyn Monroe in this verse, and they, of course, are married. So that's yeah, kinda, briefly. That's kind of a neat trick. Briefly. And then they sort of maybe get back together, kind of. It's complicated. <laughs> it's a complicated thing. Um, boom. Joe McCarthy, 1950. Uh, this He makes his big anti-communist crusade with a speech on Lincoln Day. Yeah. And this you know, this gets the whole, like, pink scare going on. Yeah. Red scare, McCarthyism. Red scare. That's, that's all him. pinkos. Yeah, that's all him. <laughs> um, boom. Another big figure. Richard Nixon, 1950. He's elected to the U.S. Senate as a running mate for Eisenhower in 52. He yeah. Had, there's a big scandal about him, like, getting money and gifts during this political run and he makes a speech where he's like listen this is all fine i will give back the gifts except for this dog checkers the famous checkers speech (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and that speech wins him the vice presidency and yeah and of course wins eisenhower the presidency uh studebaker 1950 this company goes into decline yeah they make make cars (laughs) cars that's right I do like how the the annotations like maybe it's it's Billy Joel's comment on the decline of like the manufacturing industry and then I don't think so. I don't think so because he also talks about uh what the the Ford produced vehicle. Oh yeah, the um, Edsel, Edsel is a no go. Yeah, 
Um, so television, this is interesting. He's talking about a 1970s band, and it's but it's 1950s. <laughs> yeah, weird. It's a little weird. out of no. order, but that we'll, we'll forgive it. <laughs> so TV ownership goes basically mainstream now. Having a TV in the home, 1950s, is kind of a staple. It's yeah. replaced the radio as like the in-home object. Yeah, and kind of changes kind of how homes are built, because they're now built around focusing on a television. That's right. Uh, which we are maybe moving away from. Ooh. Ooh. Not this guy. I'm too big of a fucking nerd. <laughs> uh, North Korea, South Korea. That Korea gets divided into the North, which is the Soviet part and the Southern, like U.S. part. This is yeah. already we're starting to see the the Cold War come to effect here. Yeah. So there's your first like Korean War reference as well. Yes, that's um, yeah, the Korean War taking place from 1950 to 53. Yeah. Boom. Marilyn Monroe. She gets big in Hollywood. She marries Joe DiMaggio. Moving on. The Rosenbergs. Uh, bringing back McCarthyism here. Julius and Ethel, two American communists sentenced to death for espionage as executed in 1953. It's kind of like a witch hunt trial, but it eventually turns out that Julius was definitely a spy. But the involvement of yeah. his wife is like debatable. So this is like a case that is still like what was what was justice really carried out here in the right manner kind of thing it's a big controversy of the time yeah because they were like executed so yes yeah. um then boom the h-bomb, H-bomb. 1951 the hydrogen bomb is just under a, development just a bigger atom bomb basically yeah uh does more explosion yeah and it was a big bigger. deal in the cold war because it was you know a sign of your yeah, because basically the logic was like we need to have this before russia has it um, which is not the first time that kind of logic is going to come into play. Yep. Surprise, surprise for anyone who's not familiar with the Cold War. Um, Sugar Ray, not yeah, the band behind the, the hit song from Every the 80s. <laughs> Every morning in the sun. <laughs> Billy Joel is just calling shots in this song. Um, um, no, it's the boxer Sugar Ray Robinson. Yeah. Get some boxing. Um, who, who fucking tears up Jake LaMotta in this fight they call the St. <laughs> Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah. I have not it's, seen Raging Bull. Nor have I, but uh, the guy, the article I read, the guy was like, in Raging Bull, uh, Robert, da- Robert, not Robert Downey Jr., Robert De Niro, yep. is like, you didn't take me down, no, Sugar Ray, you didn't knock me down, and the guy was like, in reality, the dude was so fucked up, like, he could stand, but that was about it, he wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't talking shit. <laughs> I'm like, alright, this guy's got some strong opinions on boxing and boxing films. Uh, but there you go. Here's your first boxing reference. Pam Jam, 1951, the village on the North and South Korean border. This is where negotiations between the UN and Korea to end the war take place. Establishes new borders there. Prisons are, prisoners are exchanged there. And later, the Korean Armistice Agreement is signed there. So that's a big historical location. Yeah, at a place. At a place. Brando, 1951. Marlon Brando is famous. He's, He's an actor. For the He's Award in stuff. Yeah. A streetcar named Desire. I've Boom. seen that movie. The King and I. Uh, I haven't seen that King movie. King and I. 1951 musical. Um, the later, film later releases movie. in 1956. You've seen The King famous. and I? No, I haven't. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about The King and I. I know about The Catcher heard of Rye, it. though I didn't read yeah. it. Uh, right. I read Salinger's. it in school. Yeah, some people did, not me. I missed out. It was neat. But this is the, the book that killed John Lennon. Yep. Uh, <laughs> broken conventions with uh, controversial themes and vulgar language. We're going to get a lot of those books. Typically, they're ones that like push... These sort boundaries. of liberal themes for these push these boundaries like yeah. there's sex in there and things like that. Back Eisenhower to, becomes back president in 1952. Yeah. yeah, this uh, is where the motto "I like Ike" comes from. Yeah, because so when they're saying Dwight "we like Ike," is short for Ike is more shocking to me. 
Or Ike is yeah. short for Dwight, rather. Ike is f- short for Dwight. That's crazy. But then I'm like playing Super Smash Bros. And they're like, we like Ike. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a reverence to the 1952 presidential president? election. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe. Rhymes. Yeah. It also is something that you like could reach on your own. But it is a weird overlap. True. I mean, I couldn't because I've been like, Dwight. Dwight. What is it? Does Dwight rhyme with like? Kind of. Kind I would of. never have thought of Ike, but yeah, Ike, never, yeah. Eisenhower. Eisenhower, yeah. Vaccine, 1952, second vaccine for polio developed by Jonas Salk. It's probably tested, introduced in 1955. Boom. England's got a new queen, 1952. Queen Elizabeth II ascends the throne on February 6th, reigned for 70 years and 214 days. Listen to our God Save the King episode with John Bell. Uh, Marciano, Rocky Marciano, <laughs> defeats Jersey Joe Walcott Another and becomes the heavyweight boxer. champion. Another boxer. Um, and then he won every year until his retirement in 1956. Uh, Rocky Marciano is like the inspiration for Rocky Balboa as well. And the name's he's, right. It's right in the name, right? They're not right in the name, and he's referenced directly in the film, too. They got a picture of him up on the wall. Oh, there you the go. Boxing gym. Boom. Liberace, 1952. Popular penis and entertainer. Had his own show in the 50s. Sued papers that accused him of homosexuality. Beloved by women. He dressed very, you know, big and flamboyantly. Yeah, Santana. and like influenced other people to do the same. Elvis, and I assume also Elton John. Yeah, so he's like a big style setter for yeah. for things that are going, for arts that come after him. Santayana Goodbye is a great one here. 1952, the philosopher, novelist, poet, and essayist George Santayana dies on September 26th. He's the guy who says those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. That's a big quote. That's a big quote. Saying that here, um, saying goodbye to him in particular seems like a good lyrical uh, you know, flick of the wrist here. He's saying right, goodbye to our a first song word that's like not part of the list really yes and so and in a song about history and about how the fire of the world is going to keep burning saying goodbye to the guy who's like maybe remember some things or else we're going to repeat them is uh, i think poignant yeah in a song that is otherwise very stupid <laughs> uh but that brings us to the chorus we didn't start the fire it was always burning since the world's been turning we didn't start the fire no we didn't light it but we tried to fight it we tried to fight it yeah um i mean you already mentioned the past tense in the end we tried to fight it mm-hmm. um i really think for for Billy Joel, my guess would be, you know, he was about 40 at this time. And I think yeah. when you're at that point, a lot of the times you can feel like we we did some things to try to make things better. Uh, maybe it wasn't didn't work all that well, but it's kind of too late now. Right. He's feeling like his time is maybe done. Yeah. And he's like, well, I tried in my time. You can try in yours. But yeah. I, I whether or not that's true, Bernard brother, I'm sure is arguable. Um, but that's what he seems to be suggesting yeah that's what he's suggesting here he doesn't even he doesn't put the blame on anyone he's like it's always been burning it's you know it's gonna keep going yeah i mean we we already talked about how it's kind of like defeatist it's like it's Mm -hmm. bad it's always been bad it always will be yeah although not all the things he lists are bad but a lot of them that's where things get a little confusing right is he like sorry about you know marilyn monroe it's like what are you talking about yeah. why is that a bad thing like television well, i guess television like maybe i can, you can have an angle on that or i also feel like i mean part of the inspiration was just things happened so is that just what the fire is like there's a negative connotation kind of but it's like yeah, yeah things are happening the fire's burning yeah it's kind of that like idea of like you're not gonna have time to to stop and look around it's like because while red china is happening also johnny rays on the radio singing sad songs that your mom's gonna sing along to and like 
you know, while these things are going, British Beatlemania <laughs> is going on. There's the, the communism is run amok in China, but also Paul Abdul is doing a Coke commercial. So yeah. it's like, it's just like the amount of like overstimulation. That's also what the song does by like throwing 118 different people and events at you. It overstimulates you. It's this thing, this thing, and another fucking thing. Here's a thing. There's a thing. Here's another thing. You're like Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, the fire is in some sense not just negative events, but simply like it is the constant, you know, just moving barrage the, of the barrage of life. So yeah, I think that's fair. Otherwise, the song doesn't make sense because then we have to consider everything negative, and it's like, well, what's wrong with British Beatlemania? What do you have against Rock Around the Clock, Billy Joel? Like, what? Yeah, exactly. Um, which brings us, of course, into verse two. Verse two of five, five, I might add. Of five, I might add. Should we, because, like, should I just do, like, Joseph Stalin, say what he is, and then move to the next one? I mean, it's just as good, you know? Yeah, I, I don't think people are going to be like, oh, hang on. How Wait, did I didn't get the whole thing ahead of time. Check out the song. So Joseph Stalin dies in 1953, 40 years before I was born, March 5th. Yeah. Um, wow. That's the big event here. If you don't know who Joseph Stalin is, don't worry. You're going to learn about it in your history class eventually. Uh, <laughs> stop Stop listening to this podcast. You're a child. Yeah. Malenkov, 1953, uh, becomes the president of the Soviet Union. I don't think my wife knew For like who a Joseph bit. Stalin was. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Malenkov. Go ahead, Alex. Well, just like I've never heard of Malenkov before. He, he didn't last very long. Yeah, right? he's a bit character. He becomes yeah. prime minister of the Soviet Union, and his reign is so short that like the next big one is Nikita Khrushchev. Yeah. Now, Khrushchev I've heard of. Gorbachev I've heard of. Not Malenkov. Yeah. Listen, any uh, Soviet man who's done a Pizza Hut ad, I know about him. <laughs> 100%. Um, is that Khrushchev or is that Gorbachev? I can't remember. I think it's Mr. Gorbachev. Gorbachev um, deliver those pizzas. Deliver those pizzas. That's right. Um, Nasser from 1953. Yeah. Uh, in 1952, Egyptian Revolution overthrows the monarchy. Um, he becomes the deputy prime minister of the Republic and then second prime minister. And he orchestrates the Suez crisis, which is going to come up later. Yeah. Prokofiev, uh, 1953 dies at age 61, Russian born composer and conductor, major 20th century figure. There you go. Um, then we get Nelson Rockefeller, who's just kind of around. There's not like a really specific event he's tied to. Yeah. It was like he had a divorce or something in the news. Yeah. So it's like a little weird to mention him here, but big American businessman. Yeah, but also, yeah, Rockefeller is just like generally an important name in the United States. Yeah. I mean, it's the rock in 30 Rock, like 30 That's Rockefeller right. place, right? So. Exactly. And it's New York, baby, it which is, is the York, other baby. like Billy Joel angle. Yeah. Which we will continue with Campanella in 1953. Oh, Hall right, of Fame catcher for the Brooklyn Dodgers wins the second of his three MVP awards during the season and breaks the franchise record of 130 RBIs. I don't know what that means. Runs batted in. Oh, beautiful, Alex. Um, and he like has a pivotal role in breaking the color barrier in baseball. We're going to see a lot of these styles of events pop up here, too. Yeah, Communist bloc, 1953. Some of that. Some of that. The Coalition of Communist States in Central and Eastern uh, June Europe. June 16th, 1953, 40 years before I was born. <laughs> hey, there you go, <laughs> Worker Alex. strike in East Germany. That's right. So we're starting to see these worker strikes against the Communist bloc. Um, Roy Cohn. Roy Kahn, 1954, American lawyer and prosecutor associated with McCarthy during the, the Army and McCarthy hearings in 1954, yeah. where McCarthy was trying to push basically a private G. David Shine up to a higher position through direct commission, which is like basically a promotion with no reason. That's what a direct commission is. Yeah. 
That sounds like a scandal that is very specific. Yeah, so that's <laughs> pretty suspect stuff. Let's move on to Juan Peron in uh, 1954. Let's talk about Juan Peron. Argentina's president reigned from 1946 to 1955. Uh, Revolución Liber- Libertadora ousts him, so he's yep. kind of a figure. He got cooed. Like, he got cooed. Um, much like a pigeon, he got cooed. Tuscanini in 1954, uh, conductor of the NBC Symphony Orchestra and Radio, a TV celebrity. He suffers a memory lapse during a performance at Carnegie Hall due to lack of blood to the brain. This is his final performance. And then never performs in public again. That's so sad. That's so sad. So bizarre. What a thing. Um, let's talk about Dacron. Dacron. Though, which Classic, is basically. Well, yeah. 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 I, um, synthetic uh, fiber, which is pretty yes. important thing. Um, although I'm reminded, I've never, I don't know what Dacron is specifically. Like, I don't know what it feels like. But, like, mm. we're so much better at making plastics now. Right. Stuff from this era is terrible. I bet Bullshit. it was terrible. But it was I bet, important. Yeah, I bet it was garbage. But, yeah, it was an important step along the way. Um, Dien Bien Phu Falls which is the uh, French garrison town in northwestern Vietnam. This is 1954, kind yeah. of kicking off the Vietnam. It would have been French Indochina at the time, I think. That's right. Um, and then, yeah, so French was the, France was kicked out, more or less, expelled mm-hmm. from the area, and then it kind of eventually the led to US the Vietnam War. Yeah. But at that same time, just as devastating, Rock Around the Clock is released in 1954. <laughs> Bill Haley and Bill his Haley comments released um, becomes a hit in 55, and it's the first rock and roll single to top the Billboard pop charts. Yeah, so Bill Haley and his comments, pretty important band for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have a Bill Haley and his comics like, live record. Shit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Not as cool as Einstein dying two days before 420 in 1955. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's Einstein. He did some science things. Yeah, he's Einstein. Next up, James <laughs> Dean also died in September from a car crash, and he gets a posthumous nomination for his performance in East of Eden. I like how I'm looking at the description of, of this, and it's like, there were rumors that his car was cursed because so many people were injured. It's like, no, he sounds like he just drove like a fucking asshole all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's cursed. Like, no, 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 no. He's bad at driving. No, it's alcohol. He's like <laughs> drinking constantly about. and driving yeah. fast. Like, <laughs> that's not luck. <laughs> I think I think I have like loosely heard those rumors, but yeah, I don't I don't think there's anything supernatural going on there. Um, boom, big win for uh, for Billy Joel here. Brooklyn's got a winning team. 1955, Brooklyn Dodgers. The Dodgers. They win the World Series finally. They were founded in 1940, and they like they performed great, but could never. They were always getting beat out by I think the Yankees. Probably. This is baseball. So then they finally win it in '55. Um, we then find out what happens to them some years later. We won't talk about that yet, though. Davy Crockett, 1955. Yep. This is a big live five-part series that airs on ABC. Um, that makes the coonskin hat popular, the raccoon skin hat. Yeah, I remember the Davy, Davy Crockett. Crockett. King of the Wild Frontier. King of the Wild Frontier. So there's a little, little song there. Yeah, so that's, that's a, like a big cultural event, followed by an even bigger cultural event, Peter Pan. Airing on March 7th, 1955. But not the movie. Not I don't know movie. when the movie is... happened, actually. It doesn't that matter. Long after. But uh, NBC's uh, Peter Pan Broadway musicals presented in full length and full color and becomes a record-breaking TV event. Uh, 65 million viewers. 53. 53 Before was... this? Wow. Huh. Anyway. Um, interesting. But yeah, big color TV event. It's a huge, like ratings piece people get a lot of numbers in there yeah 
But then at that same time, Elvis Presley signs Presley? with RCA Victor. Who's that? He's Elvis Presley. He um he he does a few uh, covers. He's a good cover artist. <laughs> Great cover artist. Um, important figure in rock and roll pop history. Yes. Um, also important in rock and roll history. Disneyland. No. Yeah. Disneyland. 1955 opens on July 17th. It's Disneyland. It's Disneyland. Uh, Bardot. It's a theme park. Yeah, that's all. Bardot, 1956, Bridget Bardot, French actress, becomes a big deal with the controversial film and God Created Woman, which is like horny. It's like a it sexy redefines, film. A, a sexy Look at this film poster and is she wearing clothes? I don't know. She's definitely got long hair. Yeah. So it's like it pushes the boundaries of what is acceptable nudity in the US and kind of stretches those boundaries out so we can get more titty in the future. So this film is important for all you horn dogs out there. Uh, Budapest, 1956, Hungarian Revolution against the Soviet government took place in Budapest. It failed, but it had a huge impact because uh, Eisenhower was like, anybody who's up against the Soviets were coming in there, were helping them out. And then they specifically didn't help the Hungarian Revolution. Yeah, so... But why would anyone trust him after that? Like, Exactly. He says one thing, does completely the opposite. Important. Yes. Almost as important as what was happening in Alabama in 1956. At the same time, the Montgomery bus boycott, which started in 1955, ends in 1956. This stems from Rosa Parks' arrest for refusing mm-hmm. to surrender a seat to a white person. Important movement or uh, point civil in civil rights. rights. Yes. And there are um, a few more civil rights uh, historical events in this as well. Uh, 1956, the most famous uh, Pizza Hut spokesperson is brought in. <laughs> Nikita Khrushchev makes his favorite secret speech. Also known as on the cult of personality and its consequences, where he shit talks uh, Stalin and current USSR leadership. Yeah, and this is the start of his like rise to power. Princess Grace, nineteen fifty six, actress Grace Kelly leaves Hollywood and marries Prince Rainier, the second of Monaco. Yeah, I do. I like this. Uh, the description here it says she's known for Hollywood films like Mogambo and The Country Girl, but I've said like, what about Breakfast at Tiffany's? Oh yeah, that would be the one she's known for today. I didn't know her for anything. I've never seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. No, wait, uh, Grace Kelly? Is that the wrong person? Yeah, fuck. Uh, fucking Alex. <laughs> she would be way too old. But also, she would have been a princess. She wouldn't have time for fucking <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's. Alex, we got no time. Peyton Place, best-selling novel by Grace Metallius, is published. It's about women coming to terms with our daily Audrey women Hepburn. And sexual it's Audrey beings. Hepburn. It's not it's Grace Audrey Kelly. Hepburn. I got them mixed up. I'm sorry. So Peyton Place is a horny novel that's released. It's okay, Alex. Oh, man. We're pushing the sexual boundaries, hell yeah! Um, here's a callback: Trouble in the Suez, 1956. Yeah, the Suez Canal crisis, big deal. Basically, um, uh, Egypt tries, or Egypt successfully nationalizes the the canal so they can control it, um, and then uh, Britain and France don't like that, and, and Israel. Neither do Israel. Does Israel? So they kind of all all get together, and it's a pretty big event because it sort of shows the world that. Britain and France don't really have the like international presence they used to because they are not successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the United States is kind of mad because no one talked to them about it. And the, and right. yeah, they they these European powers just kind of go home with their tails between their legs. Yeah, because the U.S., USSR, and uh, UN pressure them to withdraw. They're like, get the fuck out of there, and they do. Uh, Little Rock, 1957. Little Rock Nine attempt to attend the segregated Central High School in oh, Little yeah, Rock, shit, Arkansas. Oh yeah, shit, Rovers three. Oh, good. We're on verse three now. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the start of verse three. Um, this event happens three yeah. years after Little the Rock segregation Arkansas. of public schools is banned, which is why it's very significant is that this high school is still trying to keep 
uh, people of color out. Yeah. Insane. Uh, but let's talk about Pasternak, 1957, who finishes his novel, Dr. Zhivago. It's refused publication in Russia, because it's like critical of Russia. An international publisher smuggles it out, and then uh, Pasternak wins the Nobel Prize for Literature, which upsets Russia, because they're like, we don't like that guy. And the world says, suck it. He gets the prize. <laughs> Whatever, USSR. Yeah. Mickey Mantle, Alex. Mickey Mantle. Wins the second MVP award. He's yeah, I feel ball. like you sh- they should have just said Joe DiMaggio again. um yeah mickey mantle also a baseball player and only significant in reference to mrs robinson because apparently paul simon that was was, uh, paul simon was like a mickey mantle fan and that was like a thing like why do you say uh, joe dimaggio and not mickey mantle and he's like syllables syllables (laughs) it's about syllables dick (laughs) exactly one of my favorite quotes. Um, Kerouac, 1957, On the Roads published, lays the oh foundation for the liberal revolution of the 60s. Yep. Important book for counterculture and such. Um, Alex, is it Sputnik or Sputnik? <laughs> Depends who you ask. Depends I would say it's probably Sputnik, honestly. Probably is. Uh, Sputnik, 1957, USSR launches Sputnik, what I'm calling it, Sputnik. Yeah. The first artificial Earth satellite on October 4th. This kind of kicks off the space race. They then launch a second Sputnik in order to kill a dog. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you need to go to great lengths. <laughs> uh, Cho and Lai, I never see it written down. I only hear it in the song. Yeah. Who is the premier and foreign minister of China in 1957. He ushers in the Great Leap Forward, which is an economic and social campaign. And he pushes for modernization 1966 to 1976. He improves a lot of relationships between China and the U.S. Yeah. Big deal for, like, I guess, modernization and industrialization. Yes. Uh, just like Bridge on the River Kwai in 1957 yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. Based on the French novel, it's a big deal. It was a popular release. It's a popular Lebanon. movie about World War II. popular movie. Two. 1958, Lebanon, July 15th. Eisenhower authorizes Operation Blue Bat to stop riots in Lebanon. This is the first application of the Eisenhower Doctrine, which is that to intervene right. wherever communists are, are stirring up trouble. It's finally helping out. Yeah, I mean, it, the area... Yeah, no. Well, there, there's more about There's more about, there's the more about it, so. but that is the... Um, 1958, Charles de Gaulle. Uh, Paris comes up with a name for its airport. No, just yeah. kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, Charles de Gaulle... Just out of nowhere. The, <laughs> They're like, hey, that's a good guy's name. Great name. Uh, he's the Prime Minister of France, uh, which leads to the formation of the Fifth Republic after the May 1958 crisis. Yeah, they're on their Fifth Republic already. <sighs> Fucking A. I'm not even on my first. Yeah. <laughs> um, what happened to the Brooklyn Dodgers, you ask? California baseball, California, 1958. Yeah. The Brooklyn Dodgers and New York Giants are moved to California to become the LA Dodgers and San Francisco Giants. Sorry, New York. More baseball things. Yes. Starkweather homicide. Just as sad news as the moving of the New York teams. <laughs> yeah. uh, 1958, Charles Starkweather kills 11 people from January 21st to 29th during a road trip with his 14-year-old girlfriend. Both go to jail? I think so, yes. Yeah. Um, killings also inspire several films, which I didn't write down. The Sadist Badlands and Natural Born Killers. I feel like Badlands, I don't know... It's based off of the Bruce Springsteen song. The Bruce Springsteen song song came after that. I mean, it did come after, but like if it was really... Badlands is a pretty like common term. It is. We live... I live near Badlands, so... Hell yeah. It's just a a, a geographical feature. Yes. Um, What I thought was a geographical feature was a place called thalidomide. Thalidomide? Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Thalidomide was a... It was a a drug um, used, I think, for uh, morning sickness or was prescribed for morning sickness. And it caused a bunch of... uh, Basically, it 
uh, malformations Malform- of the limbs. Yeah. So, like, fetuses would not form properly. And only 40% of those children of thalidomide, which is the, the lyric we're talking about, survived. Yeah. So, yeah, horrendous. And it, it led to some, like, changes in medical, like, safety precautions, particularly regarding pregnant women. Um, but Buddy Holly died in 1959. Yeah. The day the music died. The day the music died. Richie uh, Valens, bi- Big Bopper. Yeah. All those boys. But Ben-Hur, 1959, uh, epic historical drama film. It's a big deal. It wins big movie. Charlton Heston's in it. There's a big yes. chariot race. Yes. Um, then we got the Space Monkey Mafia. Now, this is... This is a reference realize. to Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. No, Space Monkey is... Uh, so, this specifically refers... We launch monkeys into space a lot. It's something we love to do. It's a good prank. Uh, (laughs) they think it's hilarious (laughs) they think it's so funny (laughs) on may 28th abel and miss baker two monkeys fly a successful mission baker survives the mission and passes in 1984 uh at the age of 27 one of the members of the 27 club let's talk about um but uh abel dies from medical complications in june so they both survive the trip in space, but only uh, Miss Baker survives the medical procedures and everything as well. So that's right. the first monkey to do that, and that's significant. They withstood 38 Gs of force on them. <sighs> they don't even know what the fuck's going on. They're yeah, just they don't monkeys. know to, like, not... I don't know what you do under under extra gravitational force, but they don't know, know to do that. Yeah, they don't know. You can't, like, train them. <laughs> Uh, but the mafia becomes a big deal in 1959, which uh, shocked FBI me a bit. The idea that like this is when like the mafia was kind of like became general public knowledge. Yeah, it's been around for like decades. Um, because it's just to me always been like a thing you know about. Like they're gangsters, they're in movies. It's an eternal thing. Yeah, but I guess when you look at gangster movies, their time period is kind of like 1959 onwards, yeah. right? It's. But just as devastating as the Mafia, I can't keep making that joke, but Hula Hoops in 1959. <laughs> hula Hoops. Uh, enough said. Castro, 1959. Sworn as Prime Minister of Cuba, he overthrew the last te- dictatorship to establish democracy. He instead establishes a new dictatorship. Yeah, um, and becomes an a, a ally of the USSR. That's right. But Edsel is a no-go, so that's a Ford model that ate shit because Ford, Ford like hyped it up too much. It was a shit car. It wasn't actually a Ford vehicle. It was just made by Ford factory workers who like didn't give uh-huh. a shit because it wasn't under the Ford brand name. Um, so yeah, it's this big like hype campaign that fucking just goes to the dust. Yeah, named after Henry Ford's son, Edsel. Edsel. Okay, well, there you go. Um, U2, 1960, not the band, but the recon aircraft. The plane. Is, I was so surprised. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know about the like spy planes. But no, I was yeah. like so certain it was going to be about Bono and the gang. <laughs> but we're only uh, but on 1960. We're only on 1960. This is a Russian missile that hits one of these U-2 crafts carrying pilot Gary Powers. So this is another event in the Cold War. Yeah, I think um, there's, yeah. A, there's a U-2 plane that's involved in the Cuban Missile Crisis at some point. I don't remember if it's... Or maybe it's pre that. I don't know. I'm not going to worry about it too much. Uh, you should worry about Syngman Rhee, though. Ankle is, deep. Uh, ankle deep. <laughs> So uh, in 1960, Syngman Rhee is re-elected as president of South Korea. There's a whole election scandal here because there's also a separate election for vice president. And, and Lee Ji-bung, or Ji-bung is elected vice president by a wide margin, which leads to demonstrations and riots, accusing the yeah. election of being ri- rigged. Rhee resigns and then lives in exile in Hawaii for the rest of his days, which honestly sounds like a better move than being president of anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, uh, go live somewhere in the Pacific 
Island. Yeah, go live on a Pacific Island, bro. Payola, 1960, the active record companies paying DJs to play their shit on the radio is brought under investigation. DJs are no longer allowed to choose songs. The roles given to programming directors, which doesn't really solve the problem. It just gives record companies a different guy to give money to. Yeah, and also, I don't know. Yeah, nothing was solved. <laughs> nothing was solved. Hooray. Kennedy, 1960, JFK wins against Nixon. Chubby Checker, 1960. Chubby Checker is Chubby Checker's a twist guy. Yes. Let's do the twist. Becomes a national dance sensation. Becomes the Billboard Hot 100's all-time number one song. No nice. song is more number one than this. Um, Psycho, <laughs> 1960. The film Psycho was released. It was popular. Yeah. In the song, we get the Psycho string sting around this point. <laughs> That's the one. Belgians in the Congo, 1960. Republic of Congo gains independence from Belgium. The Congo crisis occurs from 1960 to 1965. Which yeah, is- man. Some shit went down in the Congo. I read Heart of Darkness. Yes. Damn. Damn. Um, 1961, Hemingway dies by suicide. Famous novelist. Oh, yeah. This is verse four. Did we say that? Yes, it's verse four now. Sorry. I'm just ripping through the notes. All right. (laughs) So we're like almost an hour in. We haven't even talked about the music yet, which is going to be simple. But um, Eichmann, 1961. Otto Otto Adolf Eichmann is a Nazi war criminal who's captured in Argentina and tried for crimes against humanity. Yeah. Big deal because, yeah, he's a Nazi who got caught and executed. So cool yes uh stranger in a strange land 1961 novel by robert e heinlein uh dealing with themes of sexual freedom and liberation again yeah. similar to the other books he's mentioned yeah dylan 1961 dylan bob bob uh you know bob dylan we talked about him a couple times we talked he does about him music. a few times he does um berlin 1961 berlin separated into west and east berlin i didn't realize it took till 1961 to separate yeah. berlin but i guess germany was sort of separated Mm-hmm. But Berlin was not. Berlin was not. And then 52, 52 days after the release of this song, the walls torn down. Coincidence? <sighs> Doubt I think <it>. so. <laughs> <laughs> Bay of Pigs Invasion, 1961. The failed attempt to overthrow Castro. It's a big embarrassment for the Kennedy administration. Yeah, uh, and yes. happens right before the Cuban Missile Crisis. That's right. Lawrence of Arabia, 1962. Based on the life of British Army officer T.E. Lawrence becomes a massive hit, sometimes considered one of the greatest films of all time. Never seen it. Have you seen it? I have not. I've heard it's pretty good. I heard it's pretty good. British Beatlemania, 1962, The Beatles Start. We've also talked about The Beatles. We've also talked about The Beatles. Uh, Ole Miss, 1962, The Ole Miss Riot fought between Southern segregationists and government forces after James Meredith becomes the first black student to enroll at the University of Mississippi. Oof. The extent of racism sometimes is shocking. I know. It, and it's like a whole group of people fought against the government's forces. Like, damn. Yeah. Just so you can be racist. Just to be you're you're like, we don't free, want that's a guy dedication, to get an I guess, but, but I can't uh, respect it. I cannot respect the cause. Um, John Glenn, 1962, becomes the first American to orbit the Earth a year after Yuri Gagarin becomes the first. Or Gagarin. Gagarin I always say Gagarin, but I don't know how to actually pronounce it. Yeah. I'm going to say just Yuri Gaga. Yuri Gaga, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is your next step in the space race. Yuri is the first man to go to space. John Glenn's the first American. We're trying to get our boys out there to the fucking moon. Liston beats Patterson. Heavyweight boxing match. Sonny Liston knocks out uh, champion Floyd Patterson in the first round. Uh, pope Paul, 1963. Cardinal Giovanni Montini is elected Pope. Takes yep. the name of Paul VI. Visits JFK because he's a Catholic. I'm trying to remember if Billy Joe is, is, was raised Catholic. I don't remember. Billy Joel was raised, I'll tell you that much. Malcolm X. um, Civil rights figure. Civil rights figure. 
Uh, and although we haven't talked about the assassination of JFK, he does note that the chickens have come home to roost in regards to the JFK assassination, which he receives some some heat for. But yeah, he's a prominent civil rights figure. Uh, British politician sex, 1963, the Profumo Affair, where the Secretary of State for War, John Profumo, uh, lies to Parliament about having a several weeks long affair with showgirl Christine Keeler, who is also seeing a Soviet spy. He's forced to resign. Yeah, uh, some yeah. politicals, just a scandal. It's yeah, JFK, sometimes. blown away. What else do I have to say? So this is when JFK gives Stephen King an idea for a book. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's the JFK assassination. Stephen King ma- makes the book 112263 about. Uh, what else do I have to say? We should talk about that because those are actual words that aren't listing shit. He is sick of the song already. Yeah. Thankfully, at verse four, he's like, what? It's, he's like, you get the point. What, come on. JFK is blown away. Yeah, especially, I mean, this was years and years later. I don't know. But it, it's still, you know, a very well-known thing. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's like a big event. It's a big, tragic event that people are, you know, people are still in the wake of. Uh, and he's like, come on. What other proof do you need that the world is fucking crazy? Yeah. Uh, we come to Shit's verse happening. five. The final verse, thank God. Final Birth verse, control, 1965. to... 1989. Insane. Um, Birth control. Contraceptives get big and effectively end the baby boom. The first birth control pill is patented during this year. Ho Chi Minh. Big part of the sexual revolution. Big part of that. 1965. Ho Chi Minh, not a place but a man. President and Prime Minister of North Vietnam. The Ho Ho Chi Minh Trail is a logistical network of road and trails from North to South Vietnam that provides support for the the Viet Cong. Is that racist to call them that? That's what they were called. I I think that's just what they were called, yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, On March 3rd, Operation Rolling Thunder begins bombing this trail, and the U.S. troops land in South Vietnam. So this is like, this is the war kicking off. The Vietnam War. We get a call back to verse one, Richard Nixon back again. He's back. 1968. Comes back to win the presidency after losing in 1960 and losing a bid for governor in 1962 of California. He's back. He's president. Moonshot, we hit the moon. Yeah, I didn't realize that's all it meant. It was like, Moonshot was like, that's when you shoot someone at the moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And like, even if you miss, you'll land amongst the stars. That's what they told Neil Armstrong and the gang before yeah. they got him. <laughs> Just don't worry about it too much, because the worst case scenario is pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, insane. But yeah, that's televised. It's a big deal. Woodstock, 1969. Jimi Hendrix is the final performance. It's a big deal. Everybody yeah, still talks it's a big about deal. It. Music, hippies, uh, the 60s. The 60s. Mud. I don't know. All the good stuff. Mud? Yeah, yeah it, was it was muddy. It was, it was muddy. Watergate, 1972. The Watergate scandal occurs and sets up the naming structure for every 21st century scandal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hopefully there's no scandals involving water. It had been so great if every, uh, like... Like thing they list in the Fallout Boy version was just the different gates. Just the different gates, <laughs> or if we had gates. named gates after the Profumo affair instead, so it was all just something Profumo Fumo. Gate. Uh, no, it's not that. I don't know. <laughs> Water Fumo. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Watergate. Yeah, it was like a place they broke into the Watergate complex and did some bugging, and they didn't do I a very the good Watergate job. Watergate was it. a hotel. It says Watergate office complex. Oh, okay. Might have been a hotel. I don't know. Um, basically, they didn't do a very good jobs. So they got caught. And yeah, uh, wiretapping. Yeah. I might just be thinking of the hotel Gatewater in uh, Gatewater Phoenix Wright. Hotel. I thought it was a hotel as well. I think that's, I think it might, I don't know. It might well, be. Well, listen, like we said, broad, not deep, everyone. Punk yep. rock, 1974. <laughs> uh, punk rock grows to prominence, particularly in New York, baby. The Ramones are a big deal. Yeah. Uh, Bagan. 
spelt the same way as begin. begin. 1977, Menachem Begin becomes the sixth prime minister of Israel, signs a peace treaty with Egypt in 1979, for which he and Anwar Sadat share the Nobel Prize for Peace. Which is an important thing. That is important. Reagan, 1976, Reagan enters the political scene, losing the nomination to Gerald Ford, who then loses to Jimmy Carter. Reagan goes on to win in 1980. Yeah. Um, Palestine. 1976 to fucking present day, might as well. I mean, and like, I don't know why. I guess this is an event. This is a land land day, day, but like, yes, Israeli Palestine, the Israel Palestine conflict has been going on for a while. Yes. Um, so this is when the state of Israel confiscates land and territory from Palestinians. The uh, clash between Palestinians and Israeli police leaves six dead, 100 wounded, hundreds more arrested. Um, terror on the airline. He's talking about 9-11 here. This is his future plans. No, I'm kidding. 1976. Numerous air- airline hijacks occur in this time period, but June 7th, two members of the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine and two Germans from the Revolutionary Cell hijack an Air France plane, which leads to a hostage situation. I've heard the 70s referred to as the golden age of terrorism because it was so easy yeah. to hijack planes. Yeah, I, I've heard that as well. Um, but did you hear about Ayatollahs in Iran? I have heard about Ayatollahs in Iran. It's 1979. Uh, the Iranian Revolution sees the overthrow of the Shah and the Ayatollahs take over. This leads to the Iran hostage crisis, which I was like, oh, it's probably like a few days. It's over a year. Yeah, uh, and at least one movie. Yes. Argo. Argo. Um, Russians in Afghanistan, Alex, 1979, the USSR enters Afghanistan to protect communist interests. Rebels are then supported by the US. This is your long, like, what do they call it? A proxy war? Yeah. Yep. Good old proxy war, uh, depicted in Metal Gear Solid 5. Um, Phantom Pain. And a big reason why there were so many, like, firearms in Afghanistan. Right. uh, During later conflicts was because they were brought there ah, this is why there's the shout out and i believe rambo to the brave mujahideen fighters is that yeah correct? yeah that's the one <laughs> incredible um so then the u.s and 65 other countries refused to attend the 1980s moscow olympics wheel of fortune 1983 TV is show. a big show merv griffin we've talked about jeopardy and the jeopardy theme on here believe it or not uh sally ride 1983 <laughs> sally ride becomes the first american woman in space 21 years after john glenn yeah i always after- get sally mm-hmm. ride and sally field mixed up it's like who cares is sally field that important she's just an actress turns yeah. out no it's sally ride <laughs> yes um then a 1980s like broad one is heavy metal suicide referring specifically to two cases here uh john mccollum who dies by suicide while listening to ozzy osbourne ozzy osbourne is sued by john's parents the court finds osbourne not guilty yeah a similar case occurs in 1985 where james van and raymond belknap die by suicide after listening to judas priest judas priest is sued the the court drops the case yeah this is like satanic panic stuff basically yeah i don't know if it exactly falls under that umbrella but it's related it's yeah it's certainly around it's a moral panic yes it's a moral panic um two dreadful incidences but that's uh we're gonna move on to foreign debts which is a loose 70s to 80s thing trade deficit hurts the u.s economy yeah i mean there's a lot of financial things happening in this time period that really kind of set up a lot of the modern world yes but you know what else sets up the modern world homeless vets 1980s yeah we still have that yes homeless due to public scorn lack of post-war employment and the government's lack of care for its veterans um yeah still an issue uh, things that are less of an issue, though, thankfully, although still a problem, but AIDS, 1983, uh, HIV is identified as the cause of AIDS, LGBT communities in the LGBTQ communities in the U.S. are heavily affected, and there's a large breakout in sub-Saharan Africa. It's, it's massive. Yeah, it's an epidemic that was largely ignored by the, uh, government. 
at the time, yes. and it was a whole fucking thing. Let me tell you. Yeah, it's uh, terrific, and uh, perhaps equally horrific is the crack epidemic in 1984, which takes over impoverished neighborhoods and also kills a lot of people. Yeah. Yes. Both of those, I think, have been, like, there's conspiracy theories that the CIA did them, right? Yes, absolutely. And I think there is at least, there's a a documentary on, uh, on crack on Netflix. I haven't watched it, though, but, which I think covers some of that. Ankle deep, ankle deep. Ankle deep. Focus, focus. Come on, stick and move. Bernie Getz. Bernie Getz. Uh, Bernard Getz is mugged by four African-American men on a train. This is important because he fires at them with an unlicensed gun. Yeah. And so he's prosecuted for that. It sparks a debate debate on gun ownership and race as well, of course, because he's, uh, you know, shooting people of color. The legal limits of self-defense, the reliability of police, this all comes up in a time when, like, crime is, like, huge in New York as well. Yeah, and I thought it was considered to be a direct influence on the movie falling down but mm. i'm not sure if that's true okay i that i could see that but may i have never seen falling down i haven't so either I i'm just generally familiar with it but yeah since that time um one of the men who was uh paralyzed by uh the shot he received from from gets yeah has obtained a civil judgment of 43 million dollars against gets um in 2014 uh gets was arrested for attempted sale of cannabis to an undercover cop uh so that's just a weird anecdote. Yeah. Which moves us neatly into hypodermics on the shore, 1988, the Speaking syringe tide. Yes. Yeah. Another thing that seems like it's too recent of like when we figured out we shouldn't just dump garbage in the water. Yeah. So these fucking needles and trash roll up across the Atlantic coast, basically, and closes a lot of beaches down. And they find out it's a New York City run landfill that's responsible for this. Just dumping so New York City stuff. has to, to pay out at like 40 million or something. Yeah. We're on the last two here, man. We're almost All there. Right. China's under martial law. Tiananmen Square protest takes place in Beijing. The Communist Party declares martial law and fucking murders people. Yep. Uh, we've said that now on air, so we're never going to get into China. Nope. <laughs> or at least should probably not go to China. <laughs> but there you have it. Uh, rock and roller cola war. I can't take it anymore. 1989, Pepsi and Coke are both bringing high-profile celebrities on board to help them become the number one cola. Paul Abdul for Coke. Michael Jackson for Pepsi. One of those two has aged better than the other. Yeah, and honestly, like the 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 cola. As someone who used to subscribe to, uh, cola I was a soldier in the cola cola war. So <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, I was on the front lines, man. Yeah. Um, that's the words, mostly. Yes, I can't take it anymore. Um, but when we are gone, it will still go on and on no, and on no, no, and on. No. Yeah, that's the other words. It's gonna keep burning because he said. He already said um, it was always burning, and now it's going to keep burning. Yeah, and he's like, it's not us even being here. Once we're gone, it's going to keep going, brother. And he was right. So thank you, Billy Joel. What's this song sound like, though? It sounds like... Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's got, it's got that big riff on the sort of um, like synthesizer and also guitar. Um, yes. Actually, it kind of pretends it's live because there's some like speech and yeah, then there's, there's like, some- a big whoosh. A man is credited with sound effects on this because there are so many sound effects in the track. Yeah, I should have... I have notes on a few of them, but I should have grouped them all together. Yeah, so Doug Klieger with sound effects and arrangements. Yeah, you get like some baseball noises, I think. You get, of course, the psycho sting. Yeah. There's... Uh, I should have written them down too, but oh my god. So um, I want to say like explosion sounds and... Yeah. Like 
I think there's some air horn. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Not quite. Didn't quite happen. Um, there is some mad like hand drumming at the start here, though. There is, and it continues through a lot of the song too. Like I, I yes. didn't really notice that previously. Nor did I. But it's like fast because I mostly focus on like the big dipshit bass that plays on the verses. How does that make you feel? <laughs> it's just like this kind of rude octave bullshit. Yeah, and it's like it's, just, it's like slapping, right? The yeah. slap. It's like slap, big steely sound on it. It's bad. It's not good. <laughs> not a fan, eh? It's like, and the verses are like musically speaking, the bad part of this song. That <laughs> intro is pretty ripping, like the and the hand drums going, <laughs> even the fake crowd coming in, that little guitar bit that's like, you're like, oh shit, something's starting up. That's good. That's good. It's poppy. It's good. And then we just hit this dumb bass and Billy Joel hammering away on different words. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it is very much rhythmic, as we already mentioned. Yes. And But yeah, it's like it's that bass and the guitar kind of following the bass, too. Yeah, it's the they're both doing the same dumb thing. And like a standard kit drum under it. Yeah. But I will say this. Billy Joel does, like we kind of said, a sort of theatric performance of this. You can hear him get fed up with certain things. He builds an intensity on certain things to give that idea of, like, here's another thing, another thing. Ah, Yeah, he changes his delivery, right? Yes. What else do I have to say? Yeah, I mean, so he's he's given it. That's good. I don't think he sounds like he doesn't really like the song much anymore, but at least he didn't phone it in. He says he doesn't hate it, and it seems like one of his biggest problems is like, yeah, it's a boring melody. And the other thing is he forgets it when he's playing it live. Yeah. There's quotes where he's like, yeah, I have to look at audience members in the front rows mouthing the lyrics so that I can remember it. <laughs> it's probably, yeah, it's got to be tough to go for it's five tough. verses. He's, there's a clip of him online. He talked about it. He's like, there was a show in Toronto I did and I had to stop. He's like, I had to stop because <laughs> he hits the second verse and you can hear him kind of just start to mumble it. He's like, and he's like, wait, 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 stop the music. He's like, and he just talks to the audience for a bit. He's like, it's the same thing. It's It's just different words. You miss one word. It's like, you fuck it up. He's like, let's just do the next song. <laughs> and then he does it. He jumps back into it. He's a good sport about it. But yeah, it is very repetitive. And he is right in that if you fuck up one word, you're off the tracks. Yeah. He's such an such an interesting case. Because like he stopped. I think his last album was 93. And yeah. he's just been doing that ever since then. Just like we've talked about this before, but just to like decide, like, no, I'm done. I have enough. And just to still keep going, but like not really recording is such yeah, an interesting. He does live shows, move. he does interviews, and he has his motorcycle shop we've talked about. Yeah. Which and is more just, of a like, museum. And he doesn't like <laughs> seem desperate. He's just like still performing, you know? No. And he talks like so matter of factly about all of his songs and things. He's like such a just average dude so no other person has been so unaffected by fame as billy joel <laughs> billy joel seems very strange you know you marry a couple models and then you're, you're done yeah he like hit us some of the perks he's like yeah i went to la for a bit sucked i'm back in new york <laughs> <laughs> uh check i got an album about that i don't need to talk yeah, about he's like, it. check that one out it's great uh, he's yeah he's unreal i like 
I love Billy Joel when I was in high school, and then there was a period where I realized it was all show tunes, and he's not that cool of a guy. And now I'm kind of like flipping around, <laughs> Going and, back. And, and finding the balance that he is pretty cool. He's not like rock and roll cool, but he's he's cool. He's <laughs> definitely his own thing. He's his own thing. But yeah, he gives his like kind his semi theatric performance of this, which I I think carries a lot here. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, it was 89, so it was a little more like 80s influence. I wonder if it had come out earlier, what it would have been like. But Yeah, because you're right in that it is around this early rap era, too. So he's yeah. not quite touching rap here, but he's... But like it, it feels like there's something... It's not like Genius of Love, which would he be even earlier, you know? Yeah. But like it's kind of going in that direction. Yeah, it's, it's in and around there. Um, but what's big on this is the chorus. Yeah. Where he gets all these backing vocals. You get that fucking synth riff ripping and we didn't start the fire. <laughs> yeah, and it's mostly just that riff, because he sings the riff, the 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 synth doubles. Yeah, because the yeah, the melody yeah, so again, simple as shit melody. Like if you know two parts, you you got it all. Dun 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 and like the choruses are mostly the same. I think they add a little more guitar as it goes on, and like more backup vocals, uh, particularly in the outro. But like, yes, yeah, it's kind yeah, of yeah. I think the outro is is strong in that regards, is that it tears up the 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 chorus a bit and makes it like a call and response, which kind of like gives more energy to it. It gives more space for people to come in. Yeah, and like I was still surprised by how busy it felt just listening to the music, because like there's a few. Mm-hmm layers of things going on especially when it's not the verse yeah um, but yeah it like nothing anything is doing is overly complex it's just like a lot of things doing stuff no and that's why you get like random ha- hand claps random like applause noises there's like a card shuffling noise around Beatlemania that comes <laughs> card in. okay it's, it's just like all of these things that flesh out the very barren verse right yeah and it's it's strange. Nobody else should ever do it. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> he just like got one in at the right time somehow, and then, like it should never be done again. That's I mean, my just he was the first, the right? Yeah. So he did it. He was the first to do it, and uh, maybe no one needs to do it anymore. But that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, yes. But we're also here to talk about the music video, at least briefly. Briefly, it's a cool music video. It it's is like, another cool video. similar to the song. It's like it has a concept, and then the concept kind of like gets petered out and gets loose like some of the song where he's like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about every fucking year in the past 40 years and then he's like oh shit i'm on verse five and i'm only on 1965 time to <laughs> wrap it up uh, same thing here so the concept is on um, this is directed by chris blum who's like a very small time music video director uh we have a newlywed couple enter this massive like kitchen space this and that's where most of the video takes place is this kitchen space that gets updated through the eras yeah but it's also like it doesn't seem to be just their family because there's a bunch of other people coming in and like the ages don't seem to quite work out. Yeah, because right? like, like they're still a parent, like, like parents and, and kids. And suddenly it's years, a daughter like instead of a. Yeah. Yeah. So but then is it supposed to be like the same? Yeah, is it supposed to be the same family? Though? I don't so is think it like so. I think it's sons? just supposed to be like it's the same set. We've decorated it differently. And it's just like this idea of. Because he's st- like his start for the song was like. Oh, that things happened when I was young. So it's about like things mm-hmm. happening to around young people and families. Yeah, I suppose so. But then we get old people at the end and a guy dying. 
And then we get like generations of That's people true. in that space. That's true. It does seem to be inconsistent, but I don't know. So I don't know if it's because the big like change from the first family to the next is when the kid graduates right some level of school (laughs) yeah he like has whatever you know a grad gown thing on yeah and then they put his picture up on the fridge and then the fridge and then we pull out and it's a new uh era yeah the the decor is completely changed decor is that then supposed to be are we now like jojo style following that child and his family it doesn't make, like, the time doesn't work out. It's only, it's less than 10 years later, right? Like, I know, but the kid graduated college at the age of fucking nine or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, but it shows all kinds of stuff. They're reading magazines and cooking and, like, doing, like, kind of these catalog versions and it is of that, family so stuff. that fridge is the, the new fridge that has that photo of the graduated kid on it. Yeah. They seem to be related, but it is very unclear how. Yeah, so that's, well, that's where things kind of fall apart for me. But then we got the new dad. And so yeah, we cover these kind of like classic family tropes. There's a dad smoking a pipe and making his little model ships. Um, the like 60s to 70s is where things get rowdy. We get some bra burning. Yeah, burning some, bras and draft card. Oh, that's yeah, 70s. Draft card, I yeah. We smoke and pot. We the line between the, the 60s and there. 70s is thin, but it does it's seem to exist thin, on the day court. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it does exist there. So yeah, you're getting this con. So it's it's the concept of the song. It's like a th- shit is always happening. There's a lot of fire, literal fire in the music video. Yeah. Billy Joel's always hanging out with these families because Billy Joel is a term. Yeah, he's like hanging out in the background, but also he's Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> he's, um, he's he's Terminator coded for sure. He's got. Uh, <laughs> but he's also like during the chorus, especially it cuts to him like in a. It's more or less a black room. Like he's sitting at a table, and then there's a there'll be like pictures of things behind him of like yeah. more events that the song doesn't mention. So there'll be like yeah. you know various war crimes or assassinations and things like that. Yeah, and then there's a like I think RFK now. assassination is in there. The lesser known assassination. Yeah. Um, but then you also get him drumming on random things in the house. That's his big thing. Yeah, he gets the baby shaker. He's drumming the table when the the, the couple comes in. Right and drums at the start. On some- some like cookie jars and shit he's drumming he's a drummer that's his big things um my favorite shot is around two minutes when the the like 50s 60s housewife uh just <laughs> like her daughter playing music so she pops she some fucking digs into her amphetamines and then starts playing it herself all zonked out <laughs> yeah and or whatever um yeah what else happens in this not not a whole lot that's kind of the overview. Um, the future in the future, because uh, that's eventually what we hit. Where like there's a funeral and shit. Yeah. Uh, the fridge is on fire. The fridge, what? The fridge is on fire. Well, the fridge is on fire, and then it pulls out, and the house is just two walls, like it's just a set yeah. in like a trash yard with fires everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, you got Billy Joel singing some more. That's it. It's a it's a pretty all right music video. I think. I think the concept's tight. I think some of the execution is a little strange, but again, you have that chaos of the song. You got to move fucking quick. Yeah. The problem, the eternal problem of the song is it because it, there's so much in it. It has to be shallow. Yes. Um. And speaking of which, let's move on to some covers. Yeah, we're deep in this episode, and we have we're not started on covers yet. Let's uh, Mike, crush Michael these. Kavanaugh, two thousand two.
This is from a Billy Joel musical. It's moving called out. Moving Out. It's by someone called Twyla Tharp, and she seems to make a lot of these jukebox musicals. There's a Bob Dylan one. There's a Beach Boys one. Yeah, what's interesting about her, though, is these aren't your typical jukebox musicals in that there's not the dancers singing the songs. They actually have a separate band who plays the songs, and that's who um, Michael Cavanaugh is. So they're actually considered rock ballet. I see. And that's kind of her background. She's a dancer, choreographer, and author who lives and works in New York. Uh, Michael Cavanaugh was handpicked by Billy Joel for this, and he was nominated for a Grammy and a Tony for his performance in this. There you go. Uh, and this is a so Grammy? about... Ki- oh, yeah, 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 I guess for the recording. Um, but he only got a nomination. I don't think he deserves... <laughs> it's about uh, kids in Long Island during the 60s and their experiences with the Vietnam War, which is why we get a very, uh, we get like two verses of this, right? It's focused on stuff that, like, we don't get. Because a lot of it hasn't happened. Yeah, exactly. Um, and at the end of the song, it cuts into She's Got Away, because everything's linked together very, uh, very tightly, so that's why there's a little weird outro on this. Makes sense. Um, big drum roll intro. Yeah, this is like a heavier rock version, right? They got the buta 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 buta, and then the guitars are like it sounds like the guitar from Magic Carpet Ride. Yeah, uh, a little bit at the beginning, you know, like to, yeah, I, I think, like I to think, dream. I think yeah, I can hear that in the tone for sure. Yeah, um, and I mean his delivery is a little more, a little more even. He doesn't quite have the same like performative aspect as in the original. No, he saves that for the like rock and roll chorus. Man, is that the fire? The fire. Yeah, so they change up that melody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's, it's very like kind of it's a so it's this like da 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 emphasis da. It's like one two three four one two three four bum 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 or maybe yeah. one two three. So it's 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 an interesting one because usually it's not more rock. When it comes mm-hmm. to musicals, but this one kind of is. Kind and it's of basically is, yeah. just like two voices doing the lyrics together. Yeah, so you got vocal harmonies there. Um, it is, of course, also very like simple. It has an almost like anthemic yeah. feel to it with that like kind of marching chug. It does. And then later on they get into the Star Spangled Banner for a bit. Yeah. And then there's that does the like like a build, and I don't know, I'm sure there's a name for it, but it's like the end of Get Organized. By Boston, oh, yeah. as it leads into "Walk on Some More," dun, 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 dun. sounds like it's just rising forever and ever. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I like the chorus though. I like chopping off the, uh, the backing vocals. Uh, yeah, and him just ripping weed and start the fire. Uh, it sounded cool. Yeah, there you go. Um, the verses. I think they did the best they could with it. It's like fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's just adding a lot of drums and, and more distorted guitars. Yeah. Um, they're not the, is this in the last one we're going to see try a more hard rock approach? We do get like a bit of a guitar solo in the mid. But uh, yeah, otherwise, I think it's like, I don't think any cover this week is going to be like, hey, this has got the juice, but this one's okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's doing something with it, yeah. Um, yeah, I was upset that I couldn't find a performance of this online, though, but... Me too. That's okay, because we got to talk about Steve Ako in 2006. 
No, he didn't it, but we tried to find it. Little rock. Yeah, human performance, music, tech. Yeah, he calls himself a human performer, which is what an alien would say. <laughs> he does sound like an alien. He also, okay, I went back to double check this, and it doesn't really play out, or it doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. But he's reminded me of Tim Minchin when he started singing. Okay. And so I thought this was like a comedy version, but he is doing it straight. He's doing it very straight. And this is, uh, yeah, both in terms of like emotionally, like there's no irony in this. And also it's yeah. just piano and vocals. Yeah. And it's a, like kind of like dramatic delivery too, which to me yes. sounds like a dramatic delivery of we didn't start the fire. That's a joke, right? Right. I don't think so. No, he's I doing this, this for real. Um, this version was so boring. I started writing about it because I do my notes at the park during my breaks at work. Right. I just wrote an old man jogging with no shirt just went by. <laughs> Which is, he was like 60 and at least. And right like on. old, no shirt. Yeah. And it's cold out, That's bro. Like I'm like three see. layers deep. That's what I like to see. So yeah, I was impressed. Uh, what I like about this version is he sometimes mumbles words because it seems like he forgot them. And I uh, will use that take. Whatever. He's like, um, hula hoops. You're like, what? Hula hoops. Heard of hula hoops. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is sometimes, I definitely didn't know all the things in this song, but we do not have time to go into that. We don't have time for that. It drops the first half of Richard and Richard Nixon back again. He's like, Richard Nixon back again. <laughs> yeah, I was not, um, drawn into this one enough to notice all of his little things. He, uh, he drops. Yeah, but it really, there's not much more than that. Like the piano playing is, is ba- I, we already called it straightforward. It's like basic chords and dan and dan playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's all it is. He's trying to be like pop soul with it. Um, it comes off as like half forgotten live karaoke. Like they're like, "Hey, we got a piano guy who's gonna play whatever song you like." Uh, and someone and, he, and someone's like, "I request we instead of the fire." And he's like, "Fuck, fuck." All right, yeah. all right, here we go. And yeah, it's not great, but you know what is great? Accents, bro. Nikki Puppet, two thousand seven. Yeah, I was a little unclear on whether Nikki Puppet was the band name or a person's like um, stage name. They have their website that lists the people. Her, so I, I didn't no? think it was her. Oh, okay. I think it is just oh, the, just, just the name of the band. Because yeah, if you go to Wilkeman, uh, Nikki Puppet, I didn't think to write down their names, but the name Wilcom. I saw in my brain wasn't uh, wasn't that. Wasn't Nikki? No, it was a hard rock fact. band from Germany. Yeah, it was okay, Nikki Gronwold. So it's, it, but she it's also Nikki, spells but... her Nikki different. Oh, okay. Anyway, this is German. German punk rock. They're I from Hanover. It's like heavier. Yeah. Um, interesting delivery on this one. It reminds me of a combination of Patti Smith and Nicki Minaj. Yeah, that's how I would describe it. That's... Does that make sense? Does that play out? Does Maybe. that check out to you? Because the way she sings reminds me of a thing that Nicki Minaj does sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. And then some of it, there's one bit that's particularly Patti Smith. Mm. And I forget where it is now. <laughs> Should it... I'm maybe it's just too on. thrown by her accent to really grab that. Um, but yeah, this is like a punk rock chug-along like it's yeah guitar chugging and straight drum beat um there's some switch-ups to the like kind of backbeat but it it happens i think in choruses 
Yeah, they do a they do a verse where the the instruments slow down. They do a kind of chug. Yeah, at like halftime. Dum 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 dum. Um, you got your gnarly kind of backing dude vocals, the like choir of them. <laughs> yep, they got their whole thing. Uh, and you mentioned her accent. She's got some some alternate pronunciations of some things. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Panman Yam might be the correct way to say it. For I, know, I know that's that's the real question is because even like he says ones like Mar- Marciano, he he, he says Marciano, and I'm like, well, come on, Billy Joel, it's oh, not yeah. Italiano. What are you doing? <laughs> from Brooklyn. You're from Brooklyn. Come on. Come on. Uh, he's from. Is he Brooklyn or is he Long Island? Oh, he's I always assume he's Long Island. Island. Uh, nevertheless, Alex. Yeah, she says some things differently. Um, and yeah, this is a real song for. It's a real international song. You get a lot of different places for you. Yeah. Some Vietnamese, some Chinese. Little Germany. Um, she's excited to say punk rock. <laughs> Who wouldn't that. be? Who wouldn't be? Uh, homicide. She says homicide kind of homicide. <laughs> homicide is when you kill your boys. Um, yeah, we kind of go buck wild on the outro. Uh, JFK blown away is just drums for the backing. Yeah, because it does like a drop down bit, or is it just JFK? I think it's just JFK. Okay. Yeah. I'd have to. F- I didn't timestamp anything because I'm a coward. I know. I have like one timestamp. It's a guitar solo. It happens about two minutes in. Okay. Did you like it? Yes. Yeah, it rips cool. in and out. It's cool. It's very it's energetic. Fun. It's very energetic yeah. and fast all around. And I think that's a smart approach to this. Just like get through it, basically. Get through it. Give it some energy because even the original is a high energy take. It's got to be. Like, you got to go, and you, you can't let people think about this, because the more you think about all of the words and songs and why they're together on this song, you're, you're going to start to go fucking crazy. I was yeah. losing my mind this week, man. Yeah, you really have to. You know what's weird about this song? And I don't know mm. if it was just the state I was in, but I found it hard to ignore. Like, I had it um, Sometimes I'll get distracted if I'm, like, listening to music in my car. And then be like, yeah. it's like 12 songs pass. What the fuck happened? I couldn't do it with this one. I had no. to like pay attention to it. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I, the same. It's it seems I, counterintuitive because it seems like it would become just like repetitive, and you wouldn't. You'd be hard to focus on. But I found yeah. the opposite was true. I tend to agree with you. I was even playing it this morning. Usually, it's just like background listening to kind of like reinforce it in my head before the recording here. And like today, I was just like I was singing along to almost every version. I'm like I can't. It's just a list. It's just a list, it's my man. A list. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but it it's it does seem to be that yeah because like and that's the thing is like logically i understand the song is dumb and not that good but like emotionally my body is responding <laughs> yeah i don't know what that means but it happens it, it happens i can't like fight it um we go pretty vocally wild on the outro on this boom it's fun it's it's steve Aiko, but it's done like a better karaoke this is a better like bar karaoke version we're doing punk rock karaoke. yeah because there's actual fun in here and they're not just like taking it completely seriously yes um what the one that is maybe serious but maybe just some drunk dudes getting together is the forums in 2008 <laughs> the forums <laughs> Johnny Ray, 
This one, they're from Queens. They're from Queens. Um, baby. Uh, this one's kind of weird. Um, they basically switch everything up and turn all of the quick uh, listing of things into slow listing of things. Slow listing of things. Which, in theory, I like the idea. But holy shit, it's six minutes it. long. It is six minutes long. <laughs> this version is so crazy because it also it opens with like just some kind of... They, they call themselves emo, dream pop, math rock, that kind of thing. We fade in on some gentle synth. This is kind of just, kind of just like mid two thousands alt rock is what it comes off yeah. to me as, and then some blown out drums, loud guitar, and we get a guy who just rips in half singing, half screams. <laughs> they also, yeah, they also have like their own version of the melody. We didn't start the fire. Yeah, and then such a slowness on those verses. That it feels to me like these guys were like, all right, we can knock out a fucking weed and start the fire cover. And then they realized how <laughs> fast it went. Like, and the just, singer was like, I cannot remember all those things that quickly. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, a, and the, it's like they took all the fast bits and made them slow and all the slow bits and made them fast. So made basically fast. it's all slow. It's all it's backwards. Like, yeah. So Curry of Marilyn Monroe. Rosenberg. Um, sugar yeah, it's Ray, the William Pan- Shatner Jum- approach yeah, to the verses. Yeah. Sugar Ray, Panman, Rosen, Yum. He would say Yum. Uh, Yum. Brando, the King, and I, and the Catcher <laughs> in the Rye. That was a little bit of Christopher Walken. I, was, I went a little I. Christopher Walken there, yeah. The King, and I. And I. <laughs> Eisenhower. Yeah, <laughs> it's... So this version has, like, to me, the idea of, like, you know that old, like, internet series, Drunk History? It's like, what if they did <laughs> drunk covers instead? Drunk covers. It does have that feel to it. It has it has a much more distinct feel than a lot of them. Like, a much more unique feel than the other yes. versions. And, like, there, I like that about it. I don't necessarily like that for six minutes, though. Um, I, it, like, make it shorter somehow, guys. Yeah, like, I don't know how, because I like the I stretch. That, like, the thing I like about it is also the cause of the thing I don't like about it. It's, so it's definitely very strange. its weakness, because you're here a long time, yeah. and it's it highlights the repetitive nature of the song. Yeah, and like it's still like pretty monotone. Yeah, um, especially on that final verse where they do vocal harmony monotone. <laughs> oh, yeah, when it's like lower. It, but yeah. I mean, this sounds interesting. Like you get this really heavy, distorted bass. Um, there's a lot of these just like guitar arpeggios most of the time, um, yeah. and it really gets like twinkly later. Well, I mean, if you compare the beginning and the end, right? Mm. There's so much more just like noise. Yeah, it's this like lo-fi synth noise rock. Yeah, um, and they then really kind of cuts down up, for yeah. that last verse you mentioned. Exactly, and they focus on this, this intensely monotone vocal harmony. Yeah. So like it's pretty heavy, but it's also yeah very. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of like sound like broken social scene to me. The Canadian supergroup who uh, does a similar style of music. Yeah, I'll accept that. I'll admit I don't know broken social scene very well. I figured you wouldn't, but like there is something they have that vibe. They sound like mid two thousands alt rock is ultimately what it is. Yeah, like, this that, very specific thing of it, and it is it's fascinating and strange, and I like. I, I think I fall similar to you. I'm like it's too fucking long, but also <laughs> what they're doing, which I also think is like bad but like in a way that it's i so enjoy strange. i'm like you're heading in the right direction but i'm not sure anyone could ever get there with this song like how do you how really do you, like is yeah. there a way to again we've talked about how we're weirdly compelled by this song but like mm-hmm. if you wanted to make like a really like i don't know i don't know man yeah is i don't it, know this i song, don't want to say like is it salvageable because i don't think it's 
I don't think it needs to be salvaged. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's just like, it is a strange beat. There is a quote about uh, the character Dr. Gonzo from uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, which is uh, too weird to live, too rare to die, I believe is the quote. Sure. And that is how I feel about this song. (laughs) About this song. Yeah, it's like such a singular thing that I, I like that it exists, but it's hard to judge it by... Like the same way you would most things. Yes, but to to maybe spin this, this version is the closest I have got to that same sensation. Yeah. Of like, uh, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is this? But we know what the fuck's coming up next. It's David Hasselhoff, oh, 2021. You cannot hassle David. No, you cannot. Um, this is kind of a perfect fit for him, though, because he does these kind of like big, dumb, like for a wedding or community center party, like <laughs> covers, right, like dance versions. We've already talked about this album, party. We talked Hasselhoff. about this album. Yes. Um, I'm trying to remember that. What we... for hungry eyes? Okay, he also got to cover the passenger on here. Holy shit! That is interesting. Um, it's his classic style, um, and he kind of plods through this, his big, deep voice that the Germans love. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we've already talked about how he says Sputnik. Sputnik, yep, that's from this one. Yes. Um, and it sounds like him. And it's, yeah, it's like this, but like you put a heavy dance beat under. So particularly the start, which mm-hmm. they like actually, I want to say play pretty straight, but I'm thinking of a different one. No, they just kind of fade in. Never mind. Um, but yeah, they really just like, you know, and like yeah, he just does simple. the rhythm. It's a little boots and cats. Um, and there's just a bu- and there's a bunch of synth. There's like the synth that plays eighth notes most of the time, and there's this really like airy synth that plays in some of the verses, and I th- yeah. think also the intro. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh no, not the intro, no, or not, not the one the I'm thinking of anyway. But like a new one but enters like, around, like the U2 verse, yeah. Um, it sounds like every other Hasselhoff cover we've ever talked about, though. <laughs> yeah, kind of does. Uh, but I mean, as far as one that you could dance to successfully, this is pretty much it. Yeah, and it is as smart as this song deserves, which is to say, it's very dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. I I got no complaints about this one, honestly. No, not really. Uh, it, it's, yeah. It's it's exactly what I expect from Hasselhoff, from this song. It's like nothing is... Yeah, you get this and you're like, yeah, this all makes sense. Uh, I, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with any of this. Everything as it should be. I wish I could say the same for the next cover. Fallout Boy Fall 2023. Yeah, here's the big, the modern one. Yes. Uh, are we going through this? Not like that we aren't. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll read them out, but we're not fucking doing no, what we did. No, there's the not time here. or energy. I finished the notes for the the original last night, and I was like, should I do follow-up? I'm like, no, no. I, like, skimmed it, and I was like, I know most of the, Most of these are happened when I was alive. Yeah. So, 
so they decided to do an update of this. Yeah. Um, the quote from Pete Wentz is, I thought about this song a lot when I was younger, all these important people events, some that disappeared into the sands of time, other that changed the world forever. So much has happened in the span of the last 34 years, we felt like a little system update might be fun. Um, he goes on to clarify, there's no mention of COVID as they felt it was too on the nose. Uh, 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 and then, so Billy Joel has given his approval, even having not heard the song. He says, <laughs> everybody's been wanting to know when there's going to be an updated version of it. Because my song started in 49 and ended in 89. It was a 40 year span. He said, everybody said, are you going to do part two? When are you going to do part two? And I said, nah, I've already done part one. So Fallout Boy, go ahead. Great. Take it away. It's like a curse, man. He's like, thank God, Fallout Boy is taking it away. <laughs> Someone take it away from me. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't expect him to do it. I'd be interested if in 10 years' time, another 40 years, right? Yeah. If there is. I, I, can't, I don't know that this, I don't really think this is a very successful update, I guess is, is uh, I'll, I'll say that off the bat. My biggest gripe off the bat, and we talked about how impressive it is that Billy Joel did in the original, is that these aren't chronological. Not even close. And um, it's... And did damn, you read the quote about that? Like, they had an interview, and they were like, it was fucking hard. And like, yeah, it is. <laughs> yes! It's hard! And you shouldn't have done this! <laughs> Billy Joel wasn't gonna do it! He knew it was a bad idea! <laughs> it's He's just bored or something. Yeah, it's just like hubris to do it, and then to half-ass it is even worse, and that's yeah. what Fallout Boy has done here. It does feel that way. You want to talk about what's in the song? Yeah, let's just rattle these off. Rattle them um, off. Captain Planet, Arab Spring, LA Riots, Rodney King, Deep Face, Earthquakes, Iceland Volcano, Oklahoma City Iceland Bomb. Volcano. I can't pronounce it either. Fair enough. Yeah. Can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma City Bomb, Kurt Cobain, Pokemon, Tiger Woods, MySpace, Monsanto, GMOs, uh, Harry Potter, Twilight, Michael Jackson, dies, Nuclear Accident, Fukushima, Japan, uh, Crimean Peninsula, Cambridge, Atlantica, Kim Jong-un, Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. Uh, Michael Jackson dies, just to, to take issue with that. You could have probably just put Michael Jackson, because there's a lot that has happened with him. With Michael Jackson in those 30 years, yeah. And even the way they say it in song, they're like, Michael Jackson, dash. <laughs> okay, that's what we're going with. But that's verse one. Uh, Pokemon is, I think, a good cultural touch point. Yep. Um, and in terms of like a video game franchise, which as they pick, that's probably better than the other one they do, which yeah. comes out of fucking nowhere. Um, we didn't start the fire. It's always burning since the world been turning. We didn't start the fire. No, we didn't light it, but we're trying to fight it. Right. Present tense. I like that one change. I like the present tense. There you go. That's what I always thought it was, but hey. More war in Afghanistan. Cubs go all the way again. Obama, Spielberg, explosion. Spielberg explosion seems to be one thing. I don't fucking know. Explosion, comma, Lebanon. Explosion in Beirut, right? Oh, in Beirut. Okay. Maybe if things were in fucking... There's a few times where they're like, they do like library names. Right. Explosion, Lebanon. Yeah. Um, I got you. Unibob or Bobbit, John. That would be another one. Bobbit, John. A bombing Boston Marathon again. Balloon Boy, War on Terror, QAnon. Trump gets impeached twice. Polar Bears got no ice. Fire Fest, Black Parade, Michael Phelps, Y2K, Boris Johnson, Brexit, Kanye West, and Taylor Swift. Stranger Things, Tiger King, Ever Given, Suez. I do like coming back to the Suez Canal. I do like, yeah, that Suez comes back. I think that's smart. I would have been more funny to just say more trouble in the Suez. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they already said Stranger more war in things, like, anyway. I don't I think you could have picked a better touchstone than Stranger Things for yeah being. I mean the the some of the stuff in the original is kind of suspect as well it's sus- that's in terms true of, like, it's important to Billy Joel 
Yeah, like the boxing stuff and the baseball stuff. Yeah. yeah. But in terms of like film and books, he hits some like pretty good like boundary pushers, if not. That's like, true. The and most grossers. of the things he has for films and books are like 50s and 60s. And he's yeah. late 80s. So he's had, there's enough time to be like, I picked the ones that stuck, you yeah. know, versus exactly. like we did a thing that came out a couple years ago. We'll see, you know. We'll see. Yeah. And they choose Tiger King instead of just like talking about COVID. Because like Tiger King was big during the COVID time. <laughs> yeah. They're, so there's definitely some COVID things in here that probably only were big because of COVID. Yeah. But anyway. We move on. Sandy Hook, Columbine, Sandra Bland, and Tammy Rice, Isis, LeBron James, Shinzo Abe, blown away. Damn, damn. <laughs> Megan Markle, George Floyd, Burj Khalifa, Metroid. Yeah, I mean, I like Metroid as much as the next guy. Yeah. But also, there are Metroid, way bigger yeah. ones to pick. <laughs> there are way ones. bigger franchises to pick. They don't even have fucking Mario in here if we want to think Nintendo. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it's I guess strange. that like Mario's 1985. But like, think Minecraft. Minecraft is Minecraft, you know a little bit bigger. That's massive. And also, the next one's probably the most suspect. What the Fermi paradox? Yeah, because that's not like as discussed in the note here. It's like from the 50s. Like it's been around for a while. Yeah. So what a weird thing to just shove into the middle of verse three. Exactly. Yeah, it's just like this is a hack job of lyricism, especially because so many people have done parodies of this song, myself included, yeah. twice now. <laughs> um, that like this, it's this is amateur hour here. It's easy enough to pick. It's, it's about syllables, Dick. Just pick the syllables. Pick your syllables, list, Dick. And just like sort it out, Fallout Boy, Fermi Paradox, Venus and Serena, Michael Jordan, Twenty Three, YouTube Killed MTV. SpongeBob Golden State Killer got caught. SpongeBob is the Golden State Killer. Uh, Michael Jordan 45. We get Michael Jordan twice in the same verse, even. Woodstock 99, yeah. Keaton Bateman, Bush v. Gore. I, can't I feel like the Michael Jordan thing would have been more significant if it was chronological. Yes. Because you can be like, Michael Jordan, this significant thing. A few other yeah. things. Like same as Space the Jam, Nixon, maybe. I don't know. Richard Nixon back again. Like yeah, that exactly. hits because there's time between it. Uh, verse 4, Elon Musk, Kaepernick, Texas failed electric grid, Jeff Bezos, climate change, white rhino goes extinct, Great Pacific garbage patch, Tom DeLong and aliens, <laughs> Mars rover, Avatar, self-driving electric cars, SSRIs, Prince and the Queen dies, world trade, second plane. What else do I have to I say? I do like that the note for Prince and the Queen die suggests mm-hmm. that like it's ambiguous whether they mean Prince Philip or Prince. Yeah. That's I fun. think it's pretty clearly Prince the singer. If I had but to guess. Prince Philip was married to the Queen. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, is there a note on which avatar they're talking about? I'm I mean it's gotta be the one that was the highest grossing movie of all time for a while, right? I guess it could be the big flop, the M. Night Shyamalan film. <laughs> it's the last airbender movie. <laughs> Come on. Um, those uh, are the lyrics. I yeah. think, like we've said, a little all over the place. Uh not I, I think you could put something better together and also yeah wait to the 40 year mark yeah give it another 10 there's still yeah. time there's still time. work on it that whole time you'll get them in order by by then yeah come on Pete. Um, sh- crazy lines world trade second plane what else do i have to say an insane way to talk about 9-11 also <laughs> shinzo abe blown away what a thing insane to way to there. talk about the assassination of what, the japanese prime minister <laughs> yeah i mean jfk blown away yeah, but also the fact that you're referencing that is like, you just picked another random guy. It just doesn't feel yeah. very... <laughs> yeah, and, definitely. And JFK Blown Away is a verse ender. Shinzo Abe Blown Away is tucked in. Right, just tucked in. 
<laughs> next to Meghan Markle. Uh, all, yeah. I mean, I mean, all of this is like the association of things next to each other is is as we discussed earlier. Right, you can really nitpick on that. Always. My biggest problem, I would probably, I would nitpick less if things were chronological. Yeah, it doesn't feel as much as the. I, I wouldn't say the original feels clever, but there's clearly something. You know, he worked hard to get them in order. Um, yes. And they just kind of didn't. And I feel like it would... Uh, there's something about the chronological nature of it. Because it's like about a, the passing of time, you know? And yes, then, the, and the way time. it goes, I mean, it kind of mirrors his life, which... And, and you know, my experience in life and many people's, where, you know, the, the density of, of memories and important, significant things happens early on and then starts to get spread out. It's yeah, and it's also that like advancement of things like, well, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. It's like it feels like we rip from sixty five to eighty nine so quick. It feels like the passage of time is also so quick there. Yeah. So like it could be there's two ways to interpret the final verse. It's like Billy Joel realized he was running out of space on the page. You know, when you start to do the letters smaller, you yeah. Know, like, oh fuck. Big or, ass H, all that. <laughs> yeah, everything else is tiny. Or it's to simulate that sensation of time feeling like it's passing yeah. by quicker. Which is how it makes me feel. Uh, it would even be interesting if they had gone backwards, uh, especially into COVID, and suddenly made everything, like, added more stuff, because suddenly it was like, nothing's going on. We have to yeah. pay attention to all these little things happening, because that's kind of how COVID felt at first, for sure. That's right. There was even a day where somebody was like, there was a, fam- like a famous popular tweet, and it was mentioned on the, the, Wic- not the Song Facts page for this song, where they're like, somebody mentioned that it was like, having all of the events of Whedon start the fire in one day. And then people did parodies of that day's event as Whedon <laughs> start the fire lyrics. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a ton of parodies. We didn't talk about parodies of this song. I almost wonder if we should come back one day. One day and talk about <laughs> and parodies? I just talk about parodies of this song. We um, could. But, the, yeah, I, I, I'm not in a state right now to be making that decision. No, I, I, can, I can dust off my old, uh, my old doc file of I Didn't Steal Your Lunch, uh, a classic. A classic? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we got to talk about Did this. Did you steal it's- my lunch? That's, don't make me do it, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so music, real quick. M- music. Let's talk about this quick. They actually kind of recreate. Like the intro is very similar. They do the drums. They're doing the drums fast. Um, yeah. They got more rocky guitars. Lots of yeah. echo. Very fast echo on there. Kind of sounds like this tape echo pedal I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, pretty general. They do the melody in the chorus and they chug on the verse. Yeah, they chuck on the verse. It's it's high production value on it. They're yep. a big band. Yep. Uh, pretty straightforward musically, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it kind of follows the original, but it it's the smaller band. They don't have all these like other just random synths and stuff coming in. Yeah, and they do practice a build on. So it's like a muted guitar for the first verse, and then they eventually bring in that bass line on the piano on later verses. Yes, they do have a piano later on. Yeah. Which I will say musically sounds better than that. Yeah, big, I dumb mean slap bass. <laughs> I mean, they're. I, I'm not like a big Fall Out Boy fan or anything, but I'm not gonna say they're like. like I don't think they're Fall terrible. Fall Out Boy has good songs. Yeah, this is not one of them. <laughs> so like, they're at least like a skilled band that makes good yeah. sounds. Yeah, production on this is good. The tone of the instruments is good. The content is lacking. Yeah, they could have used some more time in the. Uh, in the oven. Um, 
I don't have too much more to say. I just I, don't have much I else saw they they performed this at the the MTV VMAs in 2023. Mm-hmm. One month ago is when this video was posted on YouTube. Um, they play in giant suits, perhaps Aww. as a reference to "Stop Making Sense." Well, because it doesn't make sense for them to do a cover of "We Didn't Start the Fire" with updated lyrics. Yeah, does that make sense? Not a lot that of things make sense. That to me. Um, yeah, so they do. The, I, I, I think his vocal delivery. I mean, I think Billy Joel's got some kind of magic that works. Like I said, he's, he's threaded some needle here, and <laughs> when he made it in '89, and so like his delivery here has got some emotion on it. It's just not quite right, though. It's uh, no. I don't believe him when he that he's upset about these events. Yeah, I mean, it's more. I don't know. It's, it's Pete, man. It's Pete. Pete went for it, and I don't think I think he missed the mark. Um, there is a music video for this. It's a lyrics video. It's the the concept is what if under pressure was we didn't start the fire. So it's black and white, like stock footage mostly with uh with the Fallout Boy lyrics pasted on signs and shit over or like just superimposed over these images. Yeah, lyric video. It's time for our final verdicts, Alex. We got three categories. Yeah, today, though, we've been here long enough. Worst version. The best version and the version you think has the strongest grasp on history. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alex, what's the worst version of this? Hmm, I'm going to give it to Steve Acho. Steve Acho. Um, I didn't like his version. Uh, it, was, it was just, I mean, like I said before, it sounds like he's be, like it's a joke, but he doesn't yeah. seem to be in on the joke. Um, and it's boring. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it is a bad version. He he does the worst by doing the least. I think Fallout does the worst by doing the by most. Doing the most. So I'm, I'm going to give it to Fallout Boy. I think I, this is just a lot of bad decisions. Yeah. Naturally, it's not going to fucking hurt them in any way in the end or hurt society at large, but I think it is a dumb version of this song that is already... It's a pretty stupid song. Like, <laughs> So that's, that's it, man. Fallout Boy. It shouldn't have been done, I don't think. Doesn't have the unique appeal. But Alex, what does have the unique appeal? What's the best? It's such a strange exercise. Yes, it is. I, again, I was torn on this one, but I think it had the most things that I liked. So I'm going to give it to the forms. Mm -hmm. There's a bit of an asterisk on it, because like I said, it's still kind of long, but I I, I like that they were kind of doing something with it. I think that being torn is what makes it the best version. Yeah. I think the fact that it is like good, but I don't like that it's good and that it's also not that good is like, like really that's good enough. That is the soul of but, We Didn't Start the Fire. Yeah. And so to be able to capture that and translate it is that's how you do it, man. That's, that's the song. how you do it. That's the song. So yeah, I'm also going to give it to the forms. Um, Alex, what? Who do you think? Who do you think knows their history more than anyone here? I mean, it's got to be the guy who wrote it, right? <laughs> I guess that is a fair choice. Uh, or uh, Nikki Puppet, because I imagine that their history um, education think, is probably I think the, the strongest. Got a pretty robust history. Yeah. I think so. I'm giving it to David Hasselhoff just for his pronunciation of Sputnik. Sputnik, because I believed it as soon as he said it. I was like, oh, it probably is. Like, so oh yeah, I that sounds right. Implicitly, yeah. and I'm like, have I heard other people say that? I think I have. Yeah, Sputnik. <laughs> that does it for our final verdicts you got a similar opinion different opinion want to talk to us about a version we didn't talk about of which there are many hit us up on the app formerly known as twitter hashtag cover me pod at jake the cressy at some alex wise guys send us your comments questions concerns suggestions for future episodes you can also email those to us at cover me pod at gmail.com 
You can talk to us there. Um, be sure to rate and review us. We are on YouTube Music. We're on there now, folks, oh, unless damn. you're in Russia. Because I keep getting copyright claims on the videos, but only specifically from Russia. So I'll, I'll slowly start combating those. But for the most part, we are on YouTube Music. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Amazon Podcasts. Podcast Addict, Podbean. We're on all the hit networks, folks. Check us out there. Um, and be sure to tell your friends, family, neighbors, and loved ones about us. Now, what you can do for us this week is you can make your own We Didn't Start the Fire parody using the titles of the songs we've covered on Cover Me. And it'll be about twice the length because we have 210, I think, now episodes. So it's going to be a little longer. Yeah, it's <laughs> worth it because people are going to listen and they're going to know to listen to this podcast. That's how you can help us out this week in addition to just telling people. But that does it for today's episode of Cover Me. And as we always say on Cover Me, birth control, Ho Chi Minh, Cover Me's back again.